Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. It's meant to be opened, explored, pursued. It's made to be read, reread, applied, and used. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, with wisdom life changing to lead us on. It's made for guidance to teach us His ways, showing what's true, right, and worthy of praise. It's meant to be hidden deep in our hearts, daily examined as the morning starts. No greater glimpse of God do we have, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Good morning, everybody. Pastor Christian here. I hope you've had an amazing week, especially those of you in Queensland with some restrictions lifting and life getting a little freer. And I, uh, I got a word that I know is going to help somebody today. So I want you to get ready to, to have your listening ears on to hear the word of God for your life today. You know, this week, Melissa and I were meeting with some of our team and we just asked a few questions and they said, you know, we really love how you encourage us with the word, but we also want to be challenged by the word. And, you know, the scriptures are given for our benefit and to help us do life well. And in 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, it says this, it says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So the title of my message today is being led by the word, not the world. And so often we can get swept up in what's happening in the world around us that we just find ourselves flowing with it. But essentially God's Word is our life manual. Like when I get a new car or a new phone or a, or a camera or something, I, I get an instruction manual on how to maximize the use and effectiveness of what I've purchased. Well, God in his goodness has given us his word to direct us and develop us and lead us in life. And most people, if you ask them, would say that they want to be blessed. They want God to favor them. They love that the Bible has promises for their future and their hope. But in reality, not everybody wants to do what it takes to be blessed. And, you know, salvation is a gift. It's a free gift. It's it's a gift from God, which is just one of the most beautiful things. It is the most beautiful thing in the world. But blessing is a choice. Salvation, if you ask Jesus Christ into your life, you are saved and you will be going to heaven for eternity. But just because you're saved doesn't mean that you're, you're blessed. And to be blessed, we need to be obedient. The Bible says if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. And God is so good and he wants you blessed. He, he wants you to experience your best life. And he's so good that he never wanted you estranged from him. He wanted you close. Therefore, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to save the souls of every man, woman and child on the earth. But he also doesn't want us to remain in the same state we were when we received salvation. You know, there's a saying that I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. And in Hebrews 6, starting in verse 1, it says this, it says, Therefore, 
Leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of the laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. God wants us to grow, not just be saved. He wants us to develop and mature and to progress towards uh, the perfection that he's created us for going from faith to faith. And the reality is we need to be continually filled and refreshed by God. This week, Melissa and I were riding. And when we pulled the bikes out of the garage, the tires looked full. So we started riding, but halfway along our ride, I could see that Melissa was laboring. And so we pulled up at a service station and filled her tires up. They looked full, but they'd leaked. There was only 8 PSI in each tire, so we filled them up to 30 PSI. Well, the ride home was that much easier because her tires were filled. We leak in life. We leak faith. We leak joy. We, we leak perspective. But when we allow ourselves to be filled by God and the Spirit of God, we, we come alive. We're refreshed. And life is so much easier. And the only way to be refreshed is to leave our old ways behind, to, to leave our old thoughts and nature and habits behind and to do life God's way. In James 1, it says this, it says, get rid of all filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word of God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You need to do what it says. Otherwise, you are fooling yourselves. If you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you've heard, then God will bless you for doing it. I love this. It's saying, look at the word, look at the promises, take direction. And when you do, when you're willing and obedient, God will bless you for doing it. You know, if we're honest with ourselves, most of us don't like being told what to do. But if we're ever going to succeed in life, we need direction, we need instruction, we need correction, mentors and leaders in our world that help us and coach us so that we can do life well. When I left school, I I did an apprenticeship. Uh, And today I can build things because of the apprenticeship that I did. Over a four-year period, I was taught things that are second nature to me today. But for the first two years, first 18 months, two years of that apprenticeship, I never touched a power tool. I wasn't allowed to touch it. I was allowed to do the tip run. I was allowed to go and pick up lunch. I was allowed to, to clean the, the factory. I was allowed to watch and listen and learn. And it wasn't until I learnt, don't put your hand in front of a blade, wear safety goggles when you turn a router on, that I was then allowed to progress and start to build things. And it's the same of our, our lives, when we allow the Word of God to come into our lives, to take root in our souls, we start to grow and develop and understand. Things we do now are second nature because we've allowed the Word of God to come into our lives to shape us, create us, and set us on a trajectory towards blessing. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anybody is in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You're not who you used to be. You're not 
what you used to do. You don't have to be swayed in life by emotions and desires or propensities of the past. You can live as a new creation in Christ. And I love the scripture that Anushka uh, referenced uh, during the offering time, Colossians 3, 2. It says, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, earth, Sorry, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Your real life, your best life, the blessed life is found in you doing life in God. And I want to encourage you to let the word of God be the thing that brings direction and purpose to your life. There's an amazing quote that says, people do not decide their futures, they decide their habits and their habits decide their future. People don't decide their future, they decide their habits. The habits and the things that you establish in your life and you develop in life are the very things that decide the future that you'll enjoy. You know, in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 23, it says, I have the right to do anything. You say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. In life, you can do whatever you want. But not everything you do will be beneficial, constructive, or conducive to attracting the favor and blessing of heaven over your life. You can do whatever you like. It's an amazing thing, the power of choice in our lives. But Joshua says this, Joshua 1 verse 8 says, Study the book of instruction continually, the word of God. Meditate on it day and night so that you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I want to encourage us all during this time uh, of limited expression of who we are in life, just to spend some time creating the habit of consuming the word of God, reading the word, speaking the word, declaring the word into our futures, because I'm telling you, it will shape your future. It will lead you towards success. It will become a blessing in your life where you've got predetermined decisions made because of the word of God being ballast in your soul. So I want to pray for us this morning. I hope this word has blessed you. I hope that it encourages you to create the habit which will become a lifestyle of consuming the word of God, allowing the word of God to lead you and guide you through life in the decisions that you have to make, in the commitments that you walk out, in all that you do in Jesus' name. You know, the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I would just like to lead us in a simple prayer this morning that makes Jesus Christ the Lord of our lives. If you've never done this before, I'd encourage you to do it and then to reach out to us and let us know. But it's a simple prayer that says, Jesus, I give you my life. I accept salvation. Thank you for the work of the cross. Thank you for dying in my place. I receive salvation. I declare that you are the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, let me pray a blessing over you before we enter into another time of worship with George, Michelle, and Drew. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May his face shine upon you. And may he give you peace. In Jesus' name, God bless. 
Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.